Hi, I'm Dee Dee Bass Wilbond. And I'm Dina Bass Williams. And, and we, we are the Bass Sisters. Have you gotten your merch? Well, of course, I have my merch. I'm wearing that classic capitalism t shirt because capitalism works. It does. So go to our merch today and buy some. <laughs> yes, you can prove that capitalism works by going and getting getting your merch. We have new some new items. Mm -hmm. um, common sense uncancelled. My favorite, attack policy, not people. And my new favorite, selective outrage sucks. So be sure to go to Policy and Pound Cake and get your merch. Get some merch for someone else. Just buy merch. Yeah, buy, be buy, generous. Buy. Um, okay, so yesterday we had the big boy press conference. I think it was the first time since the what is it, the Harris Biden or the Biden Harris administrations that the president had his first solo, solo press, press conference. conference. We will talk about um what we think of the press conference in our uh post on our medium account, so be sure to check that out. But let's um see what they have to say about whose administration it really is. Another day and yet another embarrassing big blunder from, yes, the frail, the weak, the cognitively struggling commander in chief. Someone might now, just he not want to remind Joe person. that he's the president now. Somebody might want to whisper that in his ear before he goes out publicly again. Now, when President Harris and I took uh, a virtual tour of a vaccination center in Arizona not long ago. Maybe Joe was... I don't know. Maybe it's just a moment of honesty. Who knows, right? After all, Kamala Harris, she's taken all the solo calls with world leaders, and she's holding weekly meetings with the Secretary of State. I guess maybe this possibly could be the Harris administration after all. We'll let you decide. I took it to instill public confidence in the vaccine. President-elect Harris took it, took hers today for the same reason. Harris-Biden administration is going to relaunch that effort. A Harris administration together with Joe Biden as the president of the United States, the Biden-Harris administration. They keep saying it. When are we going to believe it? Anyway, tonight. Ouch. Ouch. So, so the, it, Freudian slip or, or anything to really think about. Hey, I just think they just need to get it straight because so everyone knows that it's the Biden administration and Harris is the vice, vice president. president because and, for Trump and for Obama, even, uh, you know, in their social media, it was always the Obama administration, Trump administration. administration. Mm -hmm. um, but they know that they're going to continue to get attacks from the right if they don't clean this up. So is it a Freudian slip or is it really how it's working? I don't know. Time will only tell. Mm -hmm. But um, so, yeah. well, let's get down to some. Policy. Policy. So the, the latest slice of selective outrage comes over the filibuster. The good old filibuster. The good old filibuster, right? And so we, Dean and I always say, we just want consistency across the board. We don't mm -hmm. want, we're not flip-flop and everything, even though we love our flip-flops. I can't wait to remind on the beach. We just don't want our politicians <laughs> to be flip-flops, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and so my, I'm going to be honest, Dee, <clears throat> I, even after having worked on Capitol Hill, my strongest knowledge of real understanding of the filibuster oh, comes God. from Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Of course, <laughs> the classic American film. Let's watch a little bit of that. That's up on top of this Capitol Dome, that lady that stands for liberty. Take a look at this country through her eyes if you really want to see something. And you won't just see scenery. 
You'll see the whole parade of what man's carved out for himself after centuries of fighting. And fighting for something better than just jungle. So he can stand on his own two feet, free and decent, when he was created. No matter what his race, color, or creed. In this endless speech for justice. I can't remember what you did. I think it's like they're going to try to build a park. And there's no place out there for graft, or greed, or lies, or compromise with human liberties. A member still. And if that's what the grown ups have done with this world that was given to them, then we better get those boys. They're right here. You just have to see them. I don't remember the film. Dina loves that I film. I do. It's I, just great. But, you know, a lot has changed since Jimmy Stewart or Mr. Smith went to Washington in regards to the filibuster. And so now you don't have to stand forever and ever and ever and, and ever give a speech and give floor. a speech on the floor. Mm. However, there's some politicians who like the media attention and, and don't mind standing on the floor and they like to read like green eggs and ham. <laughs> Wait, who is it that read green eggs Ted and Ted Cruz or I think Ted, Ted Cruz, Cruz read green eggs and ham. Ted, um, uh, at green eggs and ham. So yeah, so, and that was, you know, you're standing on the floor for hours and hours, and that book's not that long, but just constantly talking, right. talking, talking, right? But what is, what are they standing on? The, why are they standing on the floor? Okay, what so I'm going to read exactly what the Senate um, defines the filibuster. So what is the filibuster? The Senate tradition of unlimited debate has allowed for the use of the filibuster, a loosely defined term for action designed to prolong debate and delay or prevent a vote on a bill, resolution, amendment, or other debatable question. Prior to 1917, the Senate rules did not provide for a way to end debate and force a vote on a measure. That year, the Senate adopted a rule to allow two thirds majority to end the filibuster, a procedure known as cloture. In 1975, the Senate reduced the number of votes required for cloture from two thirds of senators voting to three fifths of all senators duly chosen and sworn or 60 of the 100 member Senate. Okay, so, so to boil that down, the filibuster is basically a way for the party that is not in power right. to have a chance to affect policy and to be a part of the debate and so why and for are, them to play nice? So it's, it forces the party in, in power, power to, play, to nice. play nice because the party that is not in power can filibuster and talk forever or delay action, action on taking a bill on a bill or an amendment or anything. Okay. Right. Okay. So, but so why are we up in arms again about the filibuster? It seems it seems like it is a natural it's fair part when of, you're in, and then when you're not in, you say that it's not fair. Okay, you know so I mean? you're saying that that when the party is not in power, they're like, oh, the filibuster is not fair. But when they are in power, they don't want anybody to speak, <laughs> right? Okay. And prolong the bills or whatever they're trying to get passed. Pass. Okay. Right. So, so this now is, this does this does in fact sound like a classic form of selective is selective outrage or, or change or flip flopping. This it's, is it's total, total flip flopping because now the Dems are calling it uh, a ra uh, it's a racist relic. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Of course, everything is always racist. Now, why is it racist? It's, they're saying that it's a racist relic, and I'm like, mm, really? I don't know if it's a. Do, what do you, I don't think it's a racist. I don't relic. think it's a racist relic. I think that 
it is very clear that in during the civil rights era, um, Southern Democrats used it to block civil to try to block civil rights legislation. It did not work, but other Democrats since then have mm -hmm. used it. Right. So in 2005, Republicans who were in power wanted to get rid of the filibuster. And then Senator Obama, now it's not then, it's then Senator, okay. because it's not, it's then is not used as time, it's used as his title, right. then Senator. Okay. okay. Or you can say Obama, who was a senator at the time. Okay. Then. So in 2005, Republicans were in power. And at the time, they wanted to get rid of the filibuster, right? Yes. President Obama, who was a senator during that time, he said, and I'll quote, if the majority chooses to end the filibuster, the fighting, the bitterness, and the gridlock will only get worse. So he's also he also said that one party should not be able to change the rules. Change the rules. You can't change the rules during kickball. In the middle of the game. In the middle of the game. You got to... You got to play by the rules. Play by the rules. You can't change the rules during freeze tag. No changing the rules. You can't change the rules during freeze, freeze tag. tag. In the middle of freeze in tag. In the middle of freeze tag. So, but pursuant, pursuit of power and in, in, in fairness for, for President Obama has changed his tune. Okay. okay. But pursue, he's pursuing power and not, people who pursue power and not fairness, they change their tune. So if okay. you're pursuing fairness, then... And right. you can just start from there. Actually, it'll be so much easier to cut if we can. No, I can start from here. I can start from here. But I just need to figure out a different way to say this because okay. that's not helping me. But pursuit of power. But pursuing power over fairness gets you this hot mess. But pursuing. But pursuing. Power. Mm -hmm. So, but pursuing power. And, and in fairness. No, and yeah. ignoring fairness. And ignoring fairness. Generates. Stop saying get, get, because we both have a mm -hmm. generates this mess. Okay, so I'll start over. Mm -hmm. So, can I just say that? You can't change the rules. You can't change the rules in games. Da, 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 da. And former President Obama has changed his tune again and calls the filibuster a Jim Crow relic. Mm -hmm. Okay. He now believes it should be eliminated. Okay. So. So in 2005, when the Republicans were in power, they wanted to to get rid of the filibuster. Also, <laughs> right? And you know. They were flip-flopping, you know, and we don't do that. We don't do that. And we don't believe in, we're consistent. Right. We're consistent. We, we are Republicans, but we are consistent. 
Right. So wrong is wrong, right is right. Doesn't matter where it's coming from. And remember that. So, <laughs> so, but in 2005, the Republicans wanted to get rid of the filibuster. And President Obama, who was a senator at the time, and this is a direct quote from him, he says, if the majority chooses to end the filibuster, the fighting, the bitterness, and the gridlock will only get worse. And so he's saying now that only that you can't change the rules in the middle of the game. Well, he's saying that you can't change them. Right. Rules. He, no, he's not. Is he not saying that? He is changing the rules in the middle of the game. Right. So that's not what he's saying. Right. So he is also he also said that one party should not be able to change the rules. OK, we're going to get this. I'm sorry. No, you got to go to the car line. I know. Who can see? Yes, I do. OK, so let's go back. I'm sorry, it's gonna be so much for you to edit out. No, it's it's a one block when we do it this way. Okay. So, so in 2005, the Republicans were in power, and at the time, they wanted to get rid of the filibuster. Flip flopping, flip flopping. You can't do that. We don't flip flop. We don't. We have been consistent about the filibuster. Exactly. So, but in 2005, the Republicans wanted to get rid of the filibuster, and uh, President Obama, who was a senator at the time, this is a direct quote from him. He says, if the majority chooses to end the filibuster, the fighting, the bitterness, and the gridlock will only get worse. He also mm -hmm. said one party should not be able to change the rules in the middle. In, in the middle of a game. You know you can't change the rules in the middle of freeze tag. You can't change the rules of the middle, I mean the rules of the game, playing kickball. In the middle of kickball. You just can't do that. And so, you know, this, when you do it, it generates a big mess. It, mm -hmm. And it just causes just yuckiness. If you're right? not consistent, if you're not consistent, lack this lack consistency as we're seeing on the filibuster from mm -hmm. the left and the right, this causes mess, right. and it also makes us um, it gives us less confidence in our elected officials because we see what they just said when they were in power. Right, and now they're not in power again. They're trying to change the rules, and so President Obama at the time, Senator Obama, what have you. He's saying, he's calling the filibuster now a Jim Crow relic. That's what they do. That's what they do. And and, and, I, and by they, I mean, that is a, that is what Democrats do. It is a play. It is a page from their playbook. Yep. Elizabeth Warren is also calling it racist. And now, as we said before, did, did um, Southerner, Southern members use the filibuster to try to stop um, civil rights action? Some did. Absolutely. Yeah. But the idea that the filibuster itself is racist is, is insane. It's insane. The filibuster is a tool that allows the party in power, I mean, the party that's not in power, to stop to be a part of the debate. Right, to be a part of the debate. And so, and it's, it's not, and, 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 and it, whether if you're in power, if you're not in power, it, you shouldn't try to stop something like that just. Because we should that at that time, I think you know we should be sitting down, really trying to listen, and not just standing up talking to hear ourselves. Talk. Right, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so Elizabeth Warren is calling it racist. Obama, former President Obama, has called it a Jim Crow, a Jim Crow relic. relic. The bottom line is that we again believe that you have to be consistent mm -hmm. and selective outrage and it doesn't matter if it's coming from the left or the right you have to be consistent dina said we we're always consistent in what we do and what we say what right is right wrong is wrong doesn't matter if it's coming from the left or the right and Period. we want to be called out when we are inconsistent because we believe that if a policy is good a policy is good whether it is again as dina said generated by the left or the right, right. so we um we have in our show notes information about fil the filibuster mm -hmm. we have a link to the full movie 
movie, it, um, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. If you really want to watch it. It's great. You should. It's a weekend watch. Um, but um, let's keep watching the filibuster and, and see how the debate around this debate tool plays out. So like, share, continue to listen. Hope you had a, a good time and enjoyed listening with us. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Okay, that's good. I can do it over if you need me. No, to no, do it over. we don't need to do it over. I think it's good. You know, are you sure? I'm 